Hello, beautiful. So today is our Mark devotional. Um, I'm going to be running through the whole book of Mark. It's about 16 chapters, but we'll get through it in a short time. Um, I hope, like, and urge you and encourage you to also read along with your Bible. And because there are things that God will definitely share or talk to you about that I may not even highlight here that is... Um, specific to your situation your own prayer requests and all that good stuff also it's basically um inventory time you know the year is fast is coming to an end super fast and so it's time to really like sit back and it's time to really sit with god and like analyze how this year went what we're looking forward to for 2021 what we expect what god is leading us to do what he's saying don't do what he's saying um strike this you know so it's really time it's really a season to start um you know coming into ourselves where um we're communing with god deeply so still um read your bible um i'm trying to in this in as we're approaching the end of the push program i'm trying my best not to you know bombard your emails or because it's i mean it's a waste of time if i'm just sending emails like so so much that you're not even getting like a chance to read but it's more of even when this program ends you know what have you learned even when this program ends like are you um are you already like have you built a habit where you would do your devotional where you're already like intimately connecting with god is it very different from when you started eight months ago so that's why i'm really because i'm sure for the past few days you would be when um you haven't received my emails you might might have been able to really analyze like where you stand like um am i have i actually gotten a hang of my daily like routine with God and quiet time and all that good stuff. But I don't want to waste time talking about that. So we're going to jump right into today's devotional. And I'm going to be starting from Mark chapter 2. And this is a story of... Okay, so I'm actually going to be starting from Mark 5 verse 19. Um, I'm trying not to um, over... I'm trying not to repeat um, certain um, lessons or um, scripture that we have already touched throughout the last eight months. So I'm just going to bring um, the ones that are fairly new to our devotional. So Matthew, I mean, Mark 5 verse 19 says, However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. So this is basically after um Jesus you know delivers someone from demons or this is when Je- someone receives deliverance through the ministry of Jesus and he says go home and testify pretty much. So just um reading and pausing on that scripture is really about us sharing our testimony, sharing our story, you know, letting people know like 
how God has been good in your life. Because if you say, God is good, God is good, God is amazing. People are like, okay, how? You're like, I don't understand. What do you mean God is good? What do you mean God is amazing? Like, I want to know your testimony. I want to know your story. I want to know what God brought you out of. Because many times, like, as believers, we preach on people or rather or to people rather than really like sharing our story and even like jesus in his ministry shared a lot of stories if you go and testify of how down you were how the lord brought you out of depression of anxiety of um a very chaotic situation a very something where you thought that you were never going to you know survive and you survived it it resonates more clearly how the lord is good or how the lord has helped you so even that your testimony has power the enemy would want to shut silence you and shut your testimony down and make you feel like oh it's not that much of a big deal you know i just i just graduated with um a 4.0 it's not that serious other people do you know it's not it's not that big of a deal so you end up keeping quiet you know you end up not sharing your story or how you were healed or how you were delivered or how something that you know had been you had been seeking for a while came to fruition you just end up being like mm, it's not that much of a big deal and forgetting that it was a, it's actually a big deal and it's actually a miracle and it's god's grace over your life so here jesus is saying go go testify go share go tell the whole community go tell everyone because if you know we shout day in day out the lord says in the bible that if i be lifted up i will draw all men unto me so just by sharing your story, lifting God up, you know, testifying. Everyone, come here. Everyone, come and see. This is what the Lord did for me. You don't understand. I am literally not supposed to be alive right now. Like, that's why people look and be like, oh, she's she's super crazy. Like, everything is Jesus. And yeah, because I'm left to me. I'm not here anymore because I shouldn't be, you know. So when you break it down to people that God did this for me, they can kind of start to understand who this god is and so it's important that when god does stuff first we don't just you know be like oh whatever whatever because after a while we don't even count our blessings anymore we don't even consider things that are a huge deal a blessing anymore we start you know complaining because we're human and we just you know start having less gratitude and being even upset at god so it's just important for us to daily be like God has been so faithful to me, testifying to our friends, to our family, and even just making it a habit of even just acknowledging that blessing, acknowledging that privilege and just that breakthrough or whatever God is, has done for us. So I just want to encourage you that in whatever you currently are facing or wherever you currently are right now, in 2020, it's been a very... I just, I have no words. Like, I don't know what to say. Year has been a very special year, is what I would say. However, I want you to still, like, search and find the good. Like, find what to praise God on. Find what to say thank you for. Find what to testify on. It, you know, it doesn't have to be on a, on a large pulpit or in front of the whole congregation. It can just be in front of your family. It could be in front of your unbelieving friends, you know. Find 
what has changed. Some people this year have gotten new jobs. Some people have, you know, even made more money. Some people, God has kept your family, you know, you're healthy, you know, you're in love, you're rejoicing, you're happy, you're not, you're no longer depressed, you're no longer sad. You know, there's so much God has done that even the little things like, oh, I didn't have money for food today and God just sent a stranger to bless me or buy my groceries. Just anything that God has done for you, begin to write it down. It's like I said, it's inventory time. It's, the years come to an end. It's very easy for us to, you know, just shelf this year under not good or awful year. But it's important for us to just step back and be like, what did God do for me this year? What changed in my life this year? Fine. I know it was very hard. Things didn't just, you know, go as planned. But how what can I say thank you for today? It can just be something as simple as the gift of life, but so huge, so huge. So I just want you to, you know, even if you don't have anyone to share it with around you, just write it down even on your phone on your notes. Um, app and just ways God blessed me this year or what I'm so thankful to God for for 2020 or what I want to testify on that God has done in my life even if it's not this year if it was in the past year just write that just write it down and just you know start doing it daily so that once you enter 2021 you're you're not entering it in a downcast spirit of uh that year was so awful. I hope this year is not awful, but you're entering more of you focused on every all the good things that God has done for you. And so you're seeing that God I got you're seeing that God could do more for you in the coming year. So that just really stood out to me. Um go home to your friends and tell them the great things that the Lord has done for you. So you know, I want you to journal what great things has the Lord done for you. And it doesn't have to be twenty it doesn't have to be have been in this year throughout since you were like younger what great things has the lord done for you in what ways has the lord protected you preserved you provided for you and just you know shown that he's god in your life um so the next script um verse i'm going to take a look at is um mark the story of the woman who um touched Jesus, she needed healing. She had been bleeding for twelve years, and she touched um the garment, the garment of Jesus, and she got healed. And Jesus felt like virtue and healing and like power come out of him, or he knew that someone had touched him specially, like and had received like a healing. And he said, "Who touched me?" And the woman, um, and he said, "Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of." your affliction so um i'm just going to relate this to us right now um god is available for us completely available he is available for us the blood of jesus is right is right there for us the name of jesus is there for us god is omniscient omnipotent and he he's all powerful he's omnipotent so he's available for us as his children for healing deliverance you know even when you need like a a good business idea like lord what um industry should i go into or what should i sell what should i do god is completely available and it's for us you know like he says ask and it shall be given 
knock and the door shall be open this was a way this woman kind of knocked and the door was open she she took her faith and was like you know what all these people are pushing there's so much crowd here there's so many people just following jesus just disturbing i need this healing you know i might not be able to talk to him but i know let me just touch him and that's it and so sometimes it's not until like you see a pastor or anything grand happens before you know that um before you think that that's the day of your healing or the day of your deliverance or the day of something big to come into your hands. Every day, God is available every time, 24 seven, even when nobody's there to pick up your call. So just tap into that grace that you have as a child of God, going to your own prayer closet, you know, and pray, go, um, when you're like downcast or you don't know, you don't have words to pray, you know, put on like gospel music, put on like worship and just worship God and don't like overthink, like even just in that worship, God's anointing is being released. You know, the Holy Spirit is on you and the Holy Spirit is the spirit of liberty. So this, there's already freedom, like being released into your life just from worshiping God. Don't think like it has to be anything where everyone is seeing you or it has to be, you have to book a special appointment. God is ready and able to do anything. You can call the power of God down at any time. So it's just important for you to um, not postpone, you know, your blessing until Sunday or postpone your blessing until Easter or until December, like 31st or anything like know that even today, God is available for you and he'll heal you and deliver you and meet you at every point of need in Jesus mighty name. Amen. Next scripture I'm going to look at is, let's look at, let's see. Okay, next we're going to look at is Mark 7. And it says, from, For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceits, an evil eye, jealousy, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. It's basically like what we learned in Matthew, that it's not what you eat that defiles you because some people believe like oh if you eat pork your spirit is now unclean oh no it just goes to your belly and you <laughs> and it comes out but like it's what is in your heart that defiles you the jealousy the bitterness the unforgiveness the anger the grudge the hatred the gossiping the toxic nature like the negative thinking the self-loathe like it's what's inside that's corrupting and defiling. And so when we put away all these things and we put on the new nature of Christ, we would be cleansed. So it's not by like what we eat, but it's about us making sure that we're guarding our hearts and our hearts are aligning with the word of God. So this is another... um scripture about faith we're still in mark seven twenty six. this woman um you know she was an unbeliever so she went to jesus and she needed um her daughter to be healed and um she um kept just asking 
um Jesus to cast a demon out of the Halito girl and Jesus said that um let the children like the deliverance is for is the children's bread so I cannot give what's for my children and give it to dogs and so on if that happened like in um this modern day people like and you know like this person maybe is has your um healing or has your um something that you really need like you desperately need desperately need is the solution to like what you need i'm sure like so many people will be super pissed off or super angry like how rude of him or but it just shows you how um her temperament was it shows you how like not only um desperate she was but it also shows you how like patient and like just you know focused she was and she was so humble she 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 regard she realized like like this guy um jesus is saying like she's a dog and he can't give the children's bread to her but she still said yes lord yet even the little dogs under the table eat from the children's crumbs so basically she understood that this was um the son of god and she bowed she lowered herself to know that this is not an ordinary man you know and so she lowered herself to um to so much humility that she wasn't like oh get out like take your healing and go instead she um still asked like i know it's not for me i know i don't serve you and i'm now coming to you just for stuff but if you just do this for me god and jesus was so impressed and says that um go your way for the demon has left your daughter because um jesus was so impressed by her faith and persistence so it's important for us also like to live lives where we don't we don't take no for an answer instead of like letting ego get in the way of things god wants to do for us it might be at your job and your boss might be a pain and you're just like oh i'm done i'm not doing this but sometimes we might just have to you know humble ourselves and be persistent i'm not saying stay in an abusive environment at all however it's just important for us to you know analyze situations where we're placed there for um growth and for a blessing and to really gauge what we'll be getting out of that situation rather than just you know not being like rather than just letting our ego get the best out of us and stay in the thing so might have like been looked down on or maybe not attended to before the children of god but she still got her blessing and her daughters forever changed so um let's look at maybe like two more Okay, let's look at um, Mark 8, verse 37. Okay, no, verse 34. It says, when, verse 35, Mark 8, 35. It says, for whoever desires to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospels will save it. For what will he profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? For whoever is ashamed of me and my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of him the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in the glory of his Father with the holy angels. So, 
pretty much you know like this is just a deeper conversation however the world is not our permanent place for believers this is not our this is our temporary home and so everything we're working for and working here is literally towards a greater goal which is the kingdom of god is being able to hear well done from god is being able to be seated with god and so if we leave here not liking god not caring about god not wanting to be associated with god not wanting to um be known as a child of god wanting to dodge or like not let people know i'm christian christian or not let people know that i love jesus because he is bad in my rep or i'm you know i'm in hollywood or i am um a top executive somewhere in a company i don't want people to know that i am saved if you can't if you're not if you're ashamed of God, then why do you even want to go to heaven if you don't like God? You know, like, what's the point if here you don't like God and you're, you're not, you're not like seeing him face to face. So why would you want to spend 24 seven with him? So it's not for us to like be ashamed of God. It's important, especially right now to live out our faith. Let people know that you're a child of God. Let God see that you're repping him and you belong to christ and so that god as well would not be ashamed of you so that he would you would be marked as one of the children of god who you know was proud to be a child of god okay um and then mark nine twenty three says jesus said all things are possible to him who believe who believes so it's just that it's just so simple the simple things of the word that we just bypass but so heavy because all things are possible to him who believes and if we can just believe that you know there are better days are ahead or that our situation will change it doesn't make sense because what we're seeing what we may be seeing physically may not align but it says that faith is the evidence of things that are unseen. So literally, if we think about it, someone who has good faith is actually a crazy person. If your faith is up, you're actually any normal person will say, Mm-mm, you're you're sick because how can you believe this is going to happen when you're currently here? But the Bible also says we should walk by faith and not by sight. So anything is possible for those who believe. So regardless of how hard 2020 has been you know 2021 is coming just you know believe 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 that it will be different for you that the lord will be with you that things will change that you'll be protected that you'll be safe it's so easy to just soak up like so much anxiety and fear and just be like you know i'm so tired of the world like so much is just happening i don't even know what tomorrow holds but even if we don't know what tomorrow holds, we know who holds tomorrow. And so just believe that tomorrow is going to be better. Believe that your life is moving forward. Believe that your life, you'll be at peace. Believe that your joy will not be stolen. And whatever we believe, we receive. Um, so we're going to go to Mark 11, 
it's still kind of in the same theme. It says, Mark eleven twenty three says, For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So that's why it's huge that the enemy tries to use fear to confuse us, you know, doubt, unbelief, just bring stories that like are directly contrary and opposite to your vision. So you'll be like, oh, really? Oh, cool. Like you want to get a PhD here? Oh, I I remember um that guy who took this person's class and says that prof doesn't grade anyone higher than a d you know i remember someone working there and saying oh they just end up firing you and you don't get you know like just stories that are directly contrary so you now have to start wrestling with your faith that's why the enemy is is big on just making children of god fearful and afraid but the Bible is saying here that don't doubt in your heart. Just believe God. God is all powerful. You guys were always like wondering, oh, this um kingdom of darkness here, witches here, wizards here, this, that, there, that, that, there. But if you put all the kingdom of darkness with all all the weapons, everything they have into one, God is still greater. And if we let that sink in that our God is greater and our God is stronger... And all that, we would walk different. We serve the same God that delivered Daniel from the lion's den and stood as the fourth man with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They threw Joseph in the pit. His own brothers, household, his own family, because of how colorful and glorious his destiny was prophesied to be. But Joseph didn't die in the peach. He ended up being the very the number two person in the whole province. We also looked at this year, looked at Mordecai, who Haman said plotted to hang and kill. He prepared everything to hang and kill him. That Haman was hung on that same pole. Mordecai became the prime he he became the prime minister. He rose to the number two person. We saw Esther. She was a nobody. She was an orphan. She, normally in the world, people will say these kind of people amount to nothing. They have nothing. But they, she had God. And one with God is a majority. So when we start to understand the resume of God, I feel like most times we're reading the resume of the enemy. And when you keep hearing, it says faith comes and it comes by hearing of the word of God. When we keep hearing the enemy is this, oh, this is that, this happened here, this happened. It keeps, you, we're painting a, a, ba- a, a negative picture for our spirit man. But when we start reading the resume of God, oh, God did this here, you know, God did this here. When you go in the Bible, there's no story that... You cannot find where God's hand was. If it was a woman who was barren and just wanting kids, if it was someone who was possessed by demons, if it was someone who was sick, someone who was downcast, every everything God is able to do. And when we understand that I am literally the daughter of a mighty king, nobody can touch me. I belong to the camp of touch not. You touch me, you burn. You know, like you. Yeah, we're just we're just protected. We just have divine immunity when you know who you serve and who you belong to. Like who's your who who's um 
daughter you are, things would just, you know, align where you would fear less and you would doubt less and you believe more that God has your back. Because imagine how a king would treat his daughter. Imagine being a princess. So you're God's princess. So it's just important for us to remind ourselves and just believe, believe, believe that God has your back, that good things will come to come into your hands that all things are working for your good it doesn't matter what's in your ear what you're hearing on what you're seeing on the news how everything feels just in fact even if you have to trick yourself and just say no i know this is how it is now i know there's no money in my bank account but i believe that god is with me and god will provide god will god will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory i know god can send me a new job i know god can do this in my family you know you might be sick in your body but you have to prophesy and say i know this may not be functioning in on the maximum level but i believe that god is a healer i believe that god is able to do it suddenly and i believe that my body is healed i because god has already said that by his stripes i am healed i'm healed you know it says that that it will be done on earth as it is in heaven in heaven there's no sickness therefore in my body because i am seated in heavenly places far above principles and powers therefore there's no sickness in my life you know just superimposing the word of god in this season over every area over everything that concerns you um mark eleven twenty five says and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him that your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. We did this heavily in transformation fast in July where we like had to, you know, purge and just release anyone that had offended us, hurt us, you know, or said anything or just left a scar in our lives and it might be in the past and you think like oh it's fine i haven't spoken to this person in five years i've seen this person so i'm over it but you're actually not so it's just important for us especially as the years come to an end to just detox release purge out everything that's not of god you know just release and be like unforgiveness is too heavy a burden to carry you know grudges malice bitterness anger like it's just such a heavy weight like why am i doing this to myself just release there's a reason why god said vengeance is mine yes i know they wronged you and it's just uh it's just painful that you have to forgive and you think that you're being cheated by forgiving but no you're actually winning by forgiving forgiveness is the victory forgiveness is a win so just release the person and god knows that if we if he says you go revenge you know you take be in charge of vengeance he knows that it's going to corrupt our spirit it's going to corrupt our hearts instead of being children of light and love we'll end up being children of darkness and and the dark because we'll start to it will start to pollute and um defile our hearts so that's like just just leave it to me i know how to handle everybody and i know how to take care of everybody and again even if i it's not even if i do nothing about it which god will but even if god does nothing about it it's more of of the fact that we have also erred we have also sinned we have also done things that you know maybe other people feel like i'm never going to forgive her and God has still taken care of us. He's still forgiving us. He's still 
he um the person has still let us go you know so if god forgives us every single day because none of us are perfect regardless of how perfect any christian thinks they are it's still filthy rags to god it's nothing is <laughs> that's why the grace of god has to cover us so if god is forgiving us every single minute and hour he expects and asks that we do the same for other people when they wrong us because it's unfair that he's forgiving us and we're fine we're moving on in our lives and we can't do the same for others let's see so finally i'm just going to find one more so we can wrap up the book of mark and know that we touched on many points that jesus shared here okay so i'm going to um end the today's devotional on mark 16 which is the last book the last chapter of Mark, Mark 16, verse 17, it says, And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons. They will speak the new the, they will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So basically, it's basically supporting the um thing in the bible that says greater works than jesus did shall we do we that are children of god and so it's not it's not something that's out of the it's not something that's absurd for children of god you know to cast out demons speak in new tongues and um and heal the sick because we carry the very spirit of god in us so it's something that we sh- is literally our natural dna it's something we should be moving in and that's why there are many reasons why jesus is saying we should clean our hearts we should guard our hearts because there are certain things that when they are seeds of the enemy they prevent the anointing of god they prevent the manifestation of what god wants to use our lives for god wants us to be vessels of honor he wants to be able to do big things with our lives he wants to be able to shake nations and cities and bring healing and bring deliverance and bring you know peace and bring love onto different parts of the world onto different into families into um industries into different places he wants to use our lives you know as his signboard as his advertisement to say see my child see my child just watch and see the beauty that i'm making with her life and he has said that he'll give us beauty for ashes so even when it looks like things are dead god is still with you and he's saying these signs will follow those who believe. So there's such a thread in Mark of believe, believe, believe. Believe that you are a child of God. Believe that you are adopted. Believe that God is with you. God is for you. Believe that God lives in you. He that is in you is greater than he that is in the world. Believe that you're able to do above, exceedingly abundantly, above what you can ever ask, expect, imagine, or think. Just believe God and trust god and i pray in jesus name that the hand of god will continually rest upon you upon your household upon your 
job, your business, your career, your relationships, your going out, your coming in, your vehicle or transport, your bank accounts, your homes, everything concerning you, everything connected to you. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that let the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ surround it in the name of Jesus. May the Lord surround you with his fire. May the angels of God watch over you. No evil shall befall you in the name of Jesus Christ. Neither shall any darkness come near your camp. In the name of Jesus Christ, let the banner of the Holy Spirit be erected in your territory and in your camp in the name of jesus christ let the lord release his 24 hour angels to watch over you in the name of jesus let them protect you let them be given charge over you in the name of jesus i pray in the name of jesus christ that the word of god shall be real and raw and vivid in your life in jesus name you will see the manifestation of god in everything that you lay your hand upon you would know that god is your god people will know that god is your god people will testify and say she serves a living god on the account of your life let nations be saved in the name of jesus on the account of your life let generational curses break in the name of jesus on the account of your life let chains that have held your bloodline down for years let it break in the name of jesus christ lord say that he will bless you who will make your name great in the name of jesus you shall be a blessing in the name of jesus let the lord mark you to be a blessing in the name of jesus not only that you would be blessed but you'd be a blessing in the name of jesus you'll be a solution people will seek you out you'll be called sought out you'll be forced a force to be reckoned with people shall look for you from the east west north and south of the universe because you carry the power of god because you carry the anointing of god because you carry because you're a solution to your generation in the name of jesus christ i pray that whatever is making you sad that whatever is a heartache that's a bother that is disturbing your life that's not letting you smile that is not letting you move forward that is making you curse god i pray in the name of jesus christ that the hand of god will come and peace be still in the name of jesus christ whatever thing is has stolen your joy i pray in the name of jesus christ that your joy will be restored in the name of jesus christ the joy of the lord is your strength in the name of just may the joy of the lord strengthen you in the name of jesus christ may the joy of the lord strengthen you i decree that may you hear good news in the name of jesus may you hear good news before 2020 will before 2020 is over in the name of jesus christ may you receive a testimony in the name of jesus may you testify in the name of jesus christ you will not end this year on a note of sorrow in the name of jesus you will not end this year on a note of sickness in the name of jesus you will not end this year on a note of pain in the name of jesus christ but you will laugh you will rejoice you will smile you will have victory in jesus mighty name i've prayed amen amen the lord bless you keep you and make his face shine upon you god bless you love you and i will see you next time bye